0: back to you batting around it's batting around it's baseball podcast postseason baseball podcast i am your co-host jane with me as always is lauren i'm lauren that's lauren and steven yo yo indeed we're all doing a collective yo the <laughs> phillies are once again in the nlcs i'm really happy that that's that that's going on that they yeah. have slain the The dreaded Atlanta Braves.
1: I'm so happy. I was fine. I was spending a lot of time trying to figure out how to word it. And because like the instinct is to say something along the lines of if we just beat the Braves, I'll be happy. Because that's like (laughs) the instinct, the instinctual thing to say. You're bargaining. But it's like very not true. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you lose
1: to the Diamondbacks here, you're going to be so mad. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I found a way I found a way to to verbalize the feeling though, and the feeling okay. is, of the four rounds the Phillies could play in in the playoffs uh-huh. against the Marlins, the Braves, the Diamondbacks now, and either Texas or Houston, uh, I would be most upset losing to the Braves. And I'm so glad we didn't do that.
2: No, you, uh, you, I think it's fair to say you kicked the Braves' ass pretty, <laughs> pretty hard. Um, but I mean, that game that the Phillies lost—it
0: was, it was close, and it was a dramatic game. Yeah. At least that was like the only time uh, this entire postseason, really, besides the one Craig Kimbrel outing, where like I can understand Philly fans being like. Who they are, um, just having absolute mental breakdowns at every <laughs> point in
2: the game. Uh, I think we should back up really quickly, and just in case people aren't listening, that like the first day is recorded. We're recording Sunday morning. We've yeah. had a little bit of break bef- from baseball after the series wrapped up tonight. Uh, we're going to have Game One of the ALCS, yeah, uh, Rangers Astros. We don't know how that's going to go yet. Uh, and tomorrow is the first game of the NLCS, Diamondbacks
1: Phillies, which mm-hmm. I will be going to.
2: Oh yeah.
0: Well, I hope it goes better than literally every playoff game I've ever been to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's talk about the Twins, Jane.
0: Yeah, sure. We can talk about the Twins. Let's get that out of the way. Um so yeah, the Twins go down in 4 games to the uh Houston Astros, the dreaded Houston Astros. And I don't know, it 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 hurt. It did not feel good to lose that, especially i went to game three and like which was Sonny gray versus Mm -hmm. uh christian javier who has not been great and Sonny gray has been great four runs in the top of the first it was not was not a fun experience um (laughs) but like the the crowd still got super loud Mm. uh the entire game or the, the parts that i stayed through because i follow the if it sucks you can bail that's right philosophy of life and i left in the uh, after the bottom of the seventh. Don't regret it. Houston put up a couple more <laughs> runs right after that. <laughs> it would not have been super fun, and it was easier to get out of there at that point. But I still am very satisfied with how this Twins run, play, postseason run went. They obviously broke their you know big streaks, as we talked about a little bit last week with Cooper. No more you know postseason losing streaks. No more postseason series losing streaks. You know, they at least took a game. They didn't get swept out of a series because getting swept, like, you know, getting swept out of a series really does feel so much worse than even just mm-hmm. winning one game. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to be, I think, excited about for this Twins team. They're not losing a whole lot of their big pieces. Sonny Gray's a free agent. Kent is a free agent. But they still have a really solid rotation, I think, going into next year. And the... Rookies were a huge part of their success this year. Edward Julian and Royce Lewis, Matt Walner, those guys, you know, Walner didn't really show up to the playoffs at all. But then none of the back half of Twins or the Twins lineup did
2: not just show up at all pretty much that entire series. You know why they lost. Yeah, what was the Magic Johnson tweet about the Dodgers. (laughs) That was very funny. They didn't hit or pitch and that's why the well and that's why the Diamondbacks won. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. They didn't hit well so the other team won.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And they mostly pitched well which is one of the reasons I'm positive about this team and like Mm -hmm. it was a lot of rookies and I think like they as those guys get more experience and then if they add a couple of bats to make up for some of their problems some of because that is a very strikeout heavy lineup. Even Mm -hmm. the guys that walk a lot strike out a lot too. I think they had some bad hitting approach all season and especially was became uh, evident in the playoffs they're very passive and it did not really work well oh yeah I'm, I'm really positive like this this can they can just be a normal good team now instead of a like oh they're gonna get bounced in the playoffs no matter what team this is really good and you know I'm happier about this run than the some fans are about their team's run including the Blue Jays the Rays the Orioles the Braves the Brewers, the Marlins and the Dodgers combined, I, I would say I'm happier than all those fan mm-hmm. bases combined.
2: Yeah. And I think Orioles fans are probably in a similar place where like, yeah, the core is is young uh, still and under contract for at least two more years before they disappear in free agency. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I, I think Orioles fans are probably feeling a bit more pressure to like this you know management needs to spend to make this like a lasting thing i think twins fans probably feel a little bit better about that than the Orioles fans do right now a bit more of a demonstrated willingness yeah. to spend
1: yeah they don't pinch pennies quite so much
0: no 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 they're i mean they sit uh about in the middle of of payroll for the league mm-hmm. and that's and that's bigger comparative like comparative to their other you know, tv market size and stuff and all the small market team bullshit whatever mm-hmm. did you spend more then like they're like 24th or something in the TV market and they then they're like the you know 16th on payroll. Mm -hmm. So like it's it could be better, it could be worse, but it's not the old pull ad pocket protector days of you know Terry Ryan Mm -hmm. where he just had some sort of like philosophical problem with (laughs) pitchers that strike guys out. You know, (laughs) like they yeah, because this team's got the most strikeouts. Like their pitching staff had the most strikeouts in mm-hmm. all of the majors. That's huge. That the unthinkable, even a couple years ago, for the for the Twins to do that. But you know they just ran into the postseason <laughs> monster of the Houston Astros and specifically you know Jordan Alvarez. Yeah, who's yeah. just Jordan Alvarez and you know, Jose
2: Brea too. Like the which is yeah. so so frustrating because they're really the only two guys that showed up to play baseball for the for Houston this year. It seems right, right. And even
0: like. The starters that had been bad just the, throughout the season, or the and some of the relievers and stuff, like they showed up and played really, really good baseball. Christian Javier and Jose Urquidy had solid starts, and the the Twins needed to get to those guys and just didn't.
2: Yeah, that the Houston's bullpen has also did really pretty well. Like Brian Abreu, mm-hmm. think, throwing like three and a half innings with not giving up a run. Rafael Montero, Ryan Presley, the the their bullpen held up even when their starters like got slightly shaky in the fifth or sixth. It's there's only so much you can do about that. Yeah, and like the Twins got to Hector Neris a bit, but yeah, Brian
0: Abreu, Ryan Presley just were untouchable. Brian Abreu has like some absurd number of innings you have to go back before he's given up a run, and it continues He's got a season.
2: He's got a, yeah. a negative hip of almost one. That's insane. That, does, that doesn't make
0: sense. Like <laughs> that, that that just doesn't make sense. It's one of those things where it's like this stat like just fails to hold up when it's talking about, you know, this guy. Like when you look at like isolated power with Luis arrives and it's like negative, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like really, really just goofy stuff happens mm-hmm. on these guys. You're just outliers. Yeah. I'm excited for the twins next season. Had it had a had a fun time. Being getting to be like a normal playoff run, which yeah. I've never mm-hmm. had before because they've always gotten <laughs> swept out, and pretty much all of them from the time I was 14 on or whatever. So, this is this yeah. is
2: great. Not to do too much of like fan sentiment analysis, which is always kind of shoddy bullshit to begin with. But yeah. Like, I feel like you're in a twins fans are in a good place where like you broke, you got the camel off your back of mm-hmm. the streak. Um, I don't think that's the expression, you monkey. got the monkey off your back on the streak. Oh. Uh, at the same time, it wasn't a deep enough run or like a, a dominant enough run to where everyone's like fucking Twins fans, man. They never shut the fuck up. No, I think you're yeah. in a good place where like you haven't like spoiled some of that goodwill yet. Like mm-hmm. like 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 say the Cubs immediately did or <laughs> right, uh, right the Mets immediately did. Yeah, you're gonna
1: be a really popular
0: darling next year. Yeah, I think they built up that goodwill by being just fucking losers for a long time. <laughs> I don't I don't know I don't see how you could hate him or like. Who who's who has a thing like oh fucking Twins fans unless you're like a White Sox fan or something so like who has
2: like a oh fucking Twins fan sort of opinion about anything? I feel like right now maybe um, if I was a fan of um, the Brewers, maybe I would be a little bit jealous uh, just because yeah they're staring down uh, their only remaining good picture getting Tommy John and missing all of next season, so it's over for them. They're yeah they're cooked. I do miss the days when uh, the
0: Brewers were in the same division as the Twins back before some the you know, leagues realigned a bit. Uh, And I think next time they do expansion when they realign the divisions, I think we need to bring the brewers back either them into the AL central, or I think preferably them back into the AL central, or we could put the twins in the NL central or whatever exists there.
1: You want to share Uh, a division with the Cubs and the Cardinals? Not particularly, but I would like
0: to be back in one with the Brewers. I think that'd be neat. Yeah, yeah.
2: it's a good like geographical rivalry. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah,
0: they're closer than the White Sox are, so I would really, I would like that. Actually, I love,
1: I yeah. love, I love just like scavenging the NL Central. You want the Brewers to yourself. I want the Pirates in my division. It's just <laughs> <Yeah>. like
2: <laughs> the saddest game of Red Rover ever conceived. Yeah,
1: yeah. The ALCS
2: starts
0: tonight. As Lauren said, we recording Sunday.
2: I have come around on a couple days ago. I was just like, I don't want to watch the Astros do this again. Mm-hmm. But I have successfully, I think, talked myself into believing that the Rangers might be the real deal.
1: I hope so, too.
0: I do really hope so. OK, for okay, a lot, a lot of reasons, I am actually looking forward to this series, even though, you know, OK, one, a story has to have stakes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want the Phillies to win. But if the Phillies don't make it in, it's like, oh, we get a D-backs in the World Series. That's not so bad. Whatever. <laughs> I have some
1: thoughts on that later.
0: Yeah, we'll get to that. But like, you know, that's not nearly as bad as like if my preferred team here doesn't win the fucking Astros go to the World yeah. Series again for the second year in a row. Two, like these teams do fucking hate each other. They really
1: do. Like personally, yeah. it seems like. <laughs> Listen, uh, playoff series between teams that hate each other. Big fan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, gotta say, yeah,
0: yeah, it worked. Yeah, it worked <laughs> out great. We'll get some more of that when we go talk about the uh, the Phillies Brave series here in a moment. But that stuff is is good. And like, I don't know, Rangers NLCS. It's been a long, long, long time since they've been in the playoffs and they have made it this far. So that's really that is cool. Like.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh
1: not a fan of texas the state as a concept no no, texas the am.
2: state is bad we don't like the texas organization they're not a great organization from I'm, the top down level i'm
0: looking for i'm looking for excuses yeah. to want to watch baseball that's what it is okay however yeah. that's the all rangers
1: that's fine. uh spent money yeah to mm-hmm. make a good team we Very want much to reward so. that
2: they did the thing that they were supposed to do it's also kind of funny because it's not really how they got here <laughs> a lot of the money they spent was on guys you know Corey seager um And uh, Marcus Simeon, obviously, uh, both huge acquisitions that have paid off very well for them, especially Corey Seager. But like a lot of that top end money they spent was on uh, pitching, which just isn't here. You know, uh, Jacob DeGrom DeGrom is just watching from from Mar-a-Lago right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: You know, like when you you sit on the couch, you toss a baseball up and down. He's got the nuclear football. He's just
1: tossing it. (laughs) But no. And yeah, like Corey Seager, Marcus Simeon, like, I, yeah. I, those dudes are cool. I, I, the players are fun. I can, I have no problem jumping on the Rangers bandwagon in order to defeat the the wretched and despicable Houston Astros. Yeah,
2: yeah. and I, I think if you were like a, a Rangers fan, I think you can talk yourself into with the statistics and just seeing the the previous performance of these playoffs. It feels like a lot more of the Rangers have shown up to play baseball than, than the Astros have. We kind of mentioned earlier, it's really only Jordan Alvarez and Jose Abreu for, for uh, Astros, who so far have really contributed too much. Um, this is like the smallest. I did pull some metrics on this just to talk myself into this. It's very small sample. size, very easily manipulated. But like th- those are the two guys on the Astros roster w- with more than like 10 plate appearances. Who have a WRC plus over hundred? Two of them on the, on the roster. That's mm. you can look at slugging, you can look at whatever you want. Those are really the only two guys who have, have showed up. They're they're hitting very very well. Uh, Jordan Alvarez is playing like a like a, a golden god. But the Rangers he by comparison, just... <laughs>
0: well, sure, you like, I just gotta talk about no, Jordan please. Alvarez for a second. <laughs> he just like at will, no matter where a pitch is, can just throw it into the right field corner. Like, just no (laughs) matter what.
2: Literally throw it. He'll catch it and just toss it. He could do that. Like, if
0: it's not a home run, it's like, no, he will just lace a double into that corner. And (laughs) it's like, like, no, like, at will, no problem. Yeah, here's an inside curveball at your knees like okay it's a little bit out of the zone no problem like that's a double yeah, that, yeah. that's just that's only a double for me uh, it kind of sucks like okay I'm sorry continue on
2: no no fair is kind of doing this even more frustrating thing where yeah. he was like he looked terrible for the first like three quarters of the season yeah he looked totally washed he, he signed him to a three-year deal in the offseason it was just like he was He's 36 he had really like struggled his last season with the white Sox. he didn't look like he, well, he was in 2020 I thought he was done yeah he was sitting on like a
0: 400 OPS for a while yeah and there there was like a kind of like a little like jose abreu home run watch thing at the beginning of the season <laughs> like it took him forever to get yeah. one and that's kind of his deal
2: and like now he's got three home runs and 17 yeah. plate appearances and eight he, runs batted in
0: yeah i mean he just had to face the minnesota twins a team that he terrorized for years and years and years and that just woke him up
2: it's just it, yeah it's just like it is dna it's like this this specific hatred for the for minnesota it might be yeah
1: i fucking hate lakes yeah <laughs>
0: 10,000 lakes, that's bullshit. Most of those are fucking ponds. It's a ton of horse shit. Yeah. And he
2: hits it into all of them. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, and, and then, like, uh, the counter to that, to those two guys being the only people on on that team who've really shown up, uh, it's really like five or six guys in the Rangers who are, are, are hitting pretty well so far, yeah. who seem like hot right now. Corey Seeger, obviously, but also. Evan Carter and Josh Young have both been like out of hitting out of their minds. Yeah. It's just like more opportunities down going down the roster to, to see something to make something happen. And that that would give me a lot of faith if I was a Rangers fan is that highly manipulated uh, sample size.
0: Don't think I can quite be like I, I can at best give critical support to the Texas Rangers
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> for this.
0: Mm-hmm. And I hear something demented. There's mm. a little tiny part of me that wants the Astros to just go. So it's just like, well, the Twins had no had no chance.
2: Mm.
1: <laughs> uh, no, I get that. I get. I, I don't think
2: that's that demented. I, yeah. I get that.
1: Yeah yeah like if I... you
2: got if they beat you you want them to beat everyone else to prove that you weren't like just it totally inaccurate you were just facing the best earlier than everyone else was
1: right i have thoughts about that that we can get to later <laughs>
0: yeah okay well do we have anything else that we want to say here about the al side before we go over to the nl stuff
1: it's the first championship series played between two teens from the same state huh. i I was shocked to learn that because i've assumed that would have already happened
2: yeah i think that's just like goes to, you chalk that into the weirdness of like two teams in the same league, mm-hmm. uh in the same state. I think that's pretty, you know, pretty rare. Most most states only have two cities. It's usually in the same, uh it's usually gonna be in the same uh, city, they're going to break those up in divisions. I guess the only one that could happen, there's probably a couple that could happen, but like Pennsylvania, I guess if the Pirates and Phillies were both good at the same time, but that that's safely never going to happen. So. No,
1: I don't think that's ever going to happen. They are both original teams. They have both been around <laughs> since baseball existed, and uh, neither of them have ever been good at the same time. God, yes. can
2: you imagine how insufferable <laughs> the Pennsylvania series would be? Ugh. Do you know how happy <laughs> I would be?
1: The Hoagie series.
2: <laughs> <Pookie> series.
1: Hoagie series. <laughs> <laughs> Hogies versus whatever the fuck you call those sandwiches where they put Permanente fries brothers. on them they're good
2: they're good yeah. sandwiches we don't need to get mad at but brothers it's fine
1: <laughs> sorry for veering into sandwich <laughs> slander
2: nl side
0: before we get to the phillies because we'll <laughs> go off on that forever let's just let's talk a little bit diamondbacks dodgers i guess
2: dodgers pack watch yeah um i don't want to harp too much on the dodgers being bad because the diamondbacks were really good this series and you should focus i think on the on the fact that they were really good and not that the dodgers were really bad because that's i think the more fun side of things
0: it is the way it is the way more fun side of things Mm -hmm. but it's just like yeah when you're when you're just like making lance lynn eat a whole bunch of innings in an elimination (laughs) game like you should not have been there no like no like you i i don't know how yeah they won so many because it's not like they had a super powerful rotation the entire season and then it all, you know, disappeared through various uh maladies <laughs> like the softball team at the power plant but much more tragic in some situations uh, that we don't need to really get into because it's just too yeah, much of a bummer
2: certain place certain players we do it should have disappeared into the mystery spot that would be a yeah. better outcome for everyone that mm. that would be that mm. would be really
0: good i don't want to suggest that the npb is the mystery spot either but npb <laughs> uh... <laughs> is cool i don't want to say that but yeah pack watch a little pack watch note i was also kind of on pack watch for the orioles and i did get <laughs> yeah to...
1: yeah was it one of those things where it's just like once it I, once it was done, you're like, oh, wait, yeah, I, I it is. This is <laughs> this is how I feel.
2: No, I are still a team that's like pretty cheap and yeah, uh, doesn't yeah, yeah, have yeah. a lot of veteran experience. It doesn't yeah. have a lot of guys who have proven them, themselves in the postseason before, which, you know, I said, you know, I said it earlier in the season when I was like,
0: I got a hot take. I don't like all this Orioles bandwagoning because that's a <laughs> it's a bad organization and it's a team building philosophy that i that i don't care for and we've all said a million times we don't care for so i did not like that uh, about them and then i also said a couple weeks ago i was like i don't know how this team won the the al east (laughs) and how they won 100 fucking games like that didn't make sense to me and so i was on fraud watch pack watch rip bozo even though I did want them to beat the Rangers, like
2: I really did.
1: <laughs> yeah, I kind of was on that for 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 them. Not to get ahead of myself here. Sorry for doing the brief tangent, but like what the hell is the AL East gonna look like next year? It was so weird this year. I
2: wouldn't really expect the Yankees and Red Sox to be as bad as they were. I don't I don't think that's really possible. Have that like same 10% bottom outcome we can't yeah. be so lucky yeah.
0: so anyway the uh dodgers diamondbacks dodgers like oh, you know they went into this with like uh one and a quarter starters basically uh they
2: yeah the quarter is clayton K- kershaw's like shoulder right exactly <laughs> exactly
0: the offense which you know <laughs> was what led them to so many you know 100 plus victories here in the regular season also just didn't show up really i think There was one hit between Betts and Freeman. That's crazy. And the whole series. They got shut down really
2: hard by some really good Diamondbacks pitching. They
0: really, really did. So, yeah, they they go down in a sweep. He uh, really sad. (laughs) I don't know. Might be the end of Clayton Kershaw, but he's made no. I don't know. He hasn't said he's retiring or anything or made any sort of indications that he is. And they'll
2: keep giving him like one year deals of $25 million as long as he wants. I think so but also pack watch bozo (laughs) r.i.p that one's that
0: one's from the gays kershaw sorry (laughs) they're gone diamondbacks advance and they got to advance at home yeah
1: they jumped in the pool
0: always nice to see the home team
2: get to jump in the pool celebration
1: yeah Yeah. right
2: do you like the jump in the pool celebration lauren i do oh okay
0: (laughs) because meg rowley does not like it
2: i don't know i don't i haven't heard meg say why i take a i take pool safety very seriously it's a similar reason yes
1: <laughs> i was i was watching that video and i saw like the little the little like columns under the water where you can like sit inside mm-hmm. the pool and i'm like mm-hmm. oh no are they one of them is gonna hit like hit his heel Ooh. on that Ooh. you yeah. know and then fall yeah and never and... be the
2: same these are and also these are these are grown adults like who are professional athletes who are safe I literally just don't like sending the message to kids that you should jump in the pool when you're, you're you're really excited about something. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Because a couple hundred people go to the like break their necks doing that every single year. It seems. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. really, growing up in Arizona, pool safety is like the number one danger for kids. I mean, it wasn't in the nineties. <laughs> now it's like getting shot by your weird uncle, but like yeah, or, or getting hit by like a massive SUV. But at the time when I was a kid, it was pool safety. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's very ingrained in my brain.
0: <laughs> it's a fourteen-ton truck that you need a class B license for. <laughs> (laughs) Uh, she's just just, plowing through a school zone at 70 miles an hour yeah 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 yeah. just crushing your school bus like a monster truck rally
2: (laughs) so yeah i i I wouldn't be surprised if meg has a similar sensible opinion about the pool celebration don't jump in pools it's so dangerous i gotta say i agree like jose altuve missed like
0: the season wasn't this wasn't he just celebrating jumping up and down on a mound or something or am i thinking (laughs) of uh
2: no, that was uh, a, that was the World Baseball Classic. Yeah, that was yeah, basically yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. Cody Ballinger fucked up his like shoulder for a couple years with a high five. Yeah, pool is like exponentially more. Like if if I was like the insurer for the teams, I would be like, you're you're you are filling that pool with cement on October one. <laughs> <laughs> or you are not. Like I am not signing off on these players next yeah. season.
0: When your magic number reaches single digits, <laughs> you have to you have to close the pool permanently. <laughs> yeah fill it with jello
1: and yeah
0: <laughs> but congratulations d i think that's really cool yeah.
1: I'm, I'm it is the nl side did not fail us it was the two guys on the bus meme yeah
0: yeah oh really Just, like
1: darkness on one side and, and yeah. joy on the other
0: like you said we had a season where the red sox and the yankees both failed to make the playoffs and we were really close to like the astros not making it either and So we had we almost had an extremely fun so- bracket on both sides.
1: Could you imagine mm-hmm. an ALCS right now of the Rangers versus either the Twins, Blue Jays, or Mariners? Right. God. Mm-hmm. Right,
0: or just Fuck. a Twins, a Twins <laughs> Orioles one right now.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah. like
0: that'd be even better.
2: <laughs> so. <laughs> But we got we got half of a, the senior circuit gave us a, half of a really good postseason. So we yes. do. One final thought on how the D- Diamondbacks won. I think they won in the way you want to see a team win, which is like mm-hmm. the young stars showed up. Corbin Carroll, yeah. Hit 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 like crazy, you know, not like a, a power guy in the uh, it, not like a pure power guy, but two home runs and a couple really big clutch hits. The veterans of the club, Cattell Marte, Tommy Fan, Christian Walker also showed up. But then also like Gabriel Moreno has come out of nowhere and been one of the not not coming out of nowhere in the postseason come out of nowhere and been like the a total star for the team while also taking a bat to the head like one out of three games <laughs> this poor kid has gotten so many like concussion protocols in the last couple of weeks of the season and then in the postseason it's like it's it's cool he's doing all that and still hitting it with like a 180 wrc plus
1: is that the new market inefficiency <laughs> is being able to take
2: a couple of hits and no, no i don't think we should encourage that. <laughs> It's like how kids
0: have been getting Tommy John surgery like preemptively. It's like, OK, let's get you uh, accustomed to concussions
2: <laughs> <It's> here. <laughs> yeah, we, we're going to we're going to check you for the Homer Simpson skull thing so you can take a, a bat at the same speed as Mike Tyson punching. Look, you. We're, yeah. we're
0: falling behind football in the uh, head injury department. We we need to have some players that also, you know, don't know how to put on a shirt when they're 40 years old. Like, we, uh, <laughs> we got to catch up. We got to close that gap. Uh,
2: but yeah, it's. <laughs> Uh, so, my, my final thought on the Diamondbacks, looking back on what they've done so far and hopefully what they'll do in, in the next series, if you're a Diamondbacks fan, uh. I want to highlight just the uh, going back to my really goofy limited metric of like players, qualified hitters, which is about 10, 15 plate appearances, With a WRC plus over 100. Nobody currently the playoffs has more than Diamondbacks. Seven guys are doing it so far. Jeez, Phillies yeah. and Rangers both have five, which is great because that's your, that's a, that's more than enough to get you through a series. But uh-huh. everyone on the Diamondbacks roster, except for Lourdes Gurriel and Evan Longoria, are hitting like crazy, and that's really cool.
1: How do we feel about this being the lowest win total of four remaining teams in history? Are we? Are we, I don't care. Are we? <laughs> don't really the, care. The discourse has been all over the place <laughs> i did want to talk about this
0: playoff <laughs> format discourse that's yeah. been going Which around is so awful i don't because i think it's incredibly <laughs> that, stupid it's so
2: the thing is none of yeah. this hinges on going back to the, the way it was like two seasons ago mm-hmm. right you know it, if the diamondbacks were slightly different seated they also would have like if, if it had mattered to be one seat higher they probably would have played harder in those last couple games of the final season right. that they did because it doesn't matter for them if they're wild card three or wild card two the arguments here are essentially: we need to go back to what it was in like in the the 1920s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, like, it's yeah. just regular season winner of each league plays a seven game series, and that's the World Series. That's kind of the argument when you're saying like, well, a 100 team win, uh 100 win team should automatically be better and and be more likely to win everything. That's mm-hmm. just what's not the not point baseball of the works.
0: playoffs if you yeah. do that? What is the point if you do that? <laughs> as much as everybody, especially kind of in our our corners of the baseball internet sphere. Like, they all say, like, oh, I love chaos. Like, bring on weird shit. Let's bring it on. No, <laughs> I don't believe any of you anymore. No, no. Like, you're all full of shit. You all, like, I mean, basically, it all comes down to what favors your team.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I, I, I did like the Universal DH when it happened, but yeah. a lot of Phillies fans did not because mm-hmm. National League.
2: They were all wrong about that. We were all wrong about that. Yeah. A
1: lot of, uh, like, myself included, I was like, ooh, I don't know about expanding the playoffs i don't Imagine know if, I if I like harper this.
0: didn't have yeah. the dh to get back into the he game he would not have
1: played all last year <laughs> right. also the moment the phillies qualified for the playoffs last year in the in the sixth seed yeah and went to the world series like oh no one in the delaware valley will ever bitch about that ever. exactly <laughs> And it, exactly. Yeah. It, and it's because it benefited us. That's it. That's just how baseball fans are.
0: And people mm-hmm. try to intellectualize this and be like, well, when it's only four or five teams getting in, you have to try a lot harder. And like, I don't know. I don't think that that's really going to be a problem. I don't think it's necessarily true. Yeah. If you're going to make that assertion that you have to try that that like X amount of teams will try that much harder. Well, then I can say, well, uh, but then a lot of teams won't even bother trying whatsoever. They won't push in any chips because if they know they're not going to get to that top spot, they're just going to tank until they can. Mm-hmm. I don't mind seeing a couple of other teams just kind of go like, yeah, we'll we'll roll the dice. We'll get to the playoffs. We'll roll the dice. Yeah. I think that that's fine too. Like, yeah, yeah I want to see more teams try to be 100 win teams, but... Having a whole bunch of 100 win teams is a fairly new thing, too. Yeah. Yes. Like that is a fairly new thing in the history of, of Major League Baseball.
2: And I, I see increasingly little evidence that like a 100 win team really is trying to do the same thing as being a winning like playoff team. I I agree.
0: I agree with that, too.
2: Uh, the postseason, as it's constructed, has been constructed for a very long time. You're kind of riding two or three star pitchers mm-hmm. and, and a couple star hitters uh, and, and like in depth uh, and a couple like it, it's just a different way of you can construct your team for postseason success in a way that isn't necessarily conducive to a 100 win team
0: and i said you know earlier everyone just favors what favors their team uh the minnesota twins are going to be on top of the al or top not the al central for a long time so i don't have to worry <laughs> about that and i'm still saying that this 12 team form that 12 team format is good i don't like a one Game wild card. It feels so <laughs> bad to be bounced in one game. Yeah. You're looking down mm-hmm. the barrel of the playoffs, going, "Okay, the World Series is in sight. We just have to win this game, <laughs> and then these amount of games." Blah blah blah. But like, and then it's gone in a single game. That feels
1: mm-hmm. so bad. I was a huge fan of the single game wild card because. That era occurred while my team was not competitive. Mm -hmm. Right.
2: From an outsider's perspective, it's very fun. Yeah. It's so
1: much fun because it's like hyper condensed playoff drama in like one. It's like you, you, there are some, you could conceivably have an entire postseason and not have a winner take all game. Yeah. Except the way things shake out, except you start with one. And that yeah. was pretty cool, but... But it sucks it when you cool. run...
0: When you scrap your way into the playoffs and then yeah. you just, like, hit the 2017 Yankees. You know? <laughs> like, like, that 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 sucks. And the, the A's did that, too, like, the yeah. year after, I think. Like, it does not feel particularly It was pretty good.
1: cool when I didn't have an, yeah. an investment yeah. in it. And now that my team does make the wild card, oh, boy, I'm glad that it's not one game. <laughs> I would even
2: more favor going to the reverse and going to a 5 game wild card. I would not hate that. Maybe sure. make the season like 158 games or something.
0: Yeah. I have heard a lot of people say this like, well, if we have a 5 game wild card, that would be better and then we make the
2: season shorter. I mean, I think they
0: should make the season shorter for a lot of reasons. They should yeah. make
1: the season but shorter. That's one
0: of the changes that like just like I just do not see happening for a, a while. No. It could just come down the pipe in a couple of years, but like who knows? Like I mean, I didn't I don't know. The There's revenue a lot of things think is... happen.
2: The revenue yeah, exactly. structure is still just like that. The reason baseball uh, TV contracts are so valuable is because they play so many games, so many
0: games they fill up so many hours. So, like, I don't see that happening. I mean, the, the, a lot of the reasons the ways the people are couching their criticism of this format is in you know looking at we've had it for two years and some higher seed teams have lost, but like that's just what happens in the playoffs. Yeah. Like it, not it the just Astros. it happens. Not the yeah, not the, not, not the Astros, not the Astros but like who who cares that a couple of higher seeded teams lost like that's what that's what the, that's what that's the playoffs
1: what... is for
0: exactly exactly <laughs> two big reasons we we or three big reasons we hear this one like your favorite team got bounced mm-hmm. nobody likes that mm-hmm. you have to find some way to make it to 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 say why that happened, to rationalize that. Like, yeah, they had extra time to practice and uh, reset their rotation. It's like, I don't think that, you're games. wrong. Yeah. yeah, like you're just, that's bullshit. That is just such <laughs> fucking cope and horse shit. Just accept that we live in an uncaring, cold, godless world. It's fine. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's just like, no, you had an advantage. That is not yeah. a disadvantage. That is an <laughs> advantage. And your team blew it. Like the Dodgers... Like if they would the Dodgers have been better off if they had to just start playing right after the <laughs> season no there's no way they would have been worse off like yeah. it's insane to if say if they're
2: relying on like their fourth or fifth starters who like I think were just yeah. like NPC characters from the road to the show well, yeah. exactly
0: exactly <laughs> like when you're like four years into the road to the show and guys that are like randomly generated minors like yeah. start Alex Schwerber
2: is pitching for your roster yeah. all of a sudden yeah. yeah they
0: have to be guys with Bryce names Turner. that, that yeah. already knows how to say yeah like i don't get that number two i think a lot of it also is writers who kind of had their stories planned out in their heads yeah. at yeah. least and they're like oh, i don't know it's just like yeah you don't like chaos as much as thought because it's like professionally disadvantageous for you
2: no really the only disadvantage of those days off is it gives beat writers have to write an article during those days and they, right. they have nothing to do but bitch right <laughs> and then three
0: Gamblers. It's just fucking. It's gamble. gamblers. <laughs> oh, like gamblers so are just fucking... so mad that there have been a bunch of upsets in the last two years. Mm-hmm. That's it. That is it.
2: And they, they also have their own parallel writing press now, I found. And a lot of this was generated it's... by people who are explicitly writing yes. for gambling blogs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or not gambling
0: blogs or just they're the gambling writers for these big mm-hmm. sites. Oh yeah, FanDuel or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're just like that's that's what their their job is is to write about gambling, and they're upset that the best offense that's maybe ever played the game doesn't get. A... I get
2: so mad when I get when one of those comes across my feed because it happens every now and then. Someone will link one and like, oh look at this incredible, these incredible, this incredible thing the Diamondbacks are accomplishing, and then it's like the accomplishment is like the biggest line ever or something. Yeah. I don't fucking care.
1: A lot of this was coming from what I could see, at least from Say the it. Braves, the Braves sphere specifically. Say it, you're did. right. You're right. You yeah. are
2: absolutely
0: right. And the Braves sphere did not cover itself in glory. This whole fucking <laughs> I did season. not
1: see. I did not see that. I did not see nearly this much cope from the Dodgers. realm. no. No, no, no there was close. some to be sure, but there like, was, it was
0: a, a volumetric difference. including from some previous guests of the show, but it's fine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> They're allowed to be in their feelings. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes.
0: But no, the the Braves press corps did not do a great <laughs> job in a lot of ways. This uh, this postseason, including with like talking about that stuff. With uh, the way they treated Jake Vince was really, really (laughs) terrible and fucking (laughs) stupid. That was so
2: embarrassing. That was really shameful.
0: Yeah, I mean, we don't need to get super into it. Mm -mm. If you want a really, really good rundown of all of it, that covers, I think, like, I'm positive everything that we could possibly say. Go listen to The Effectively Wild from, I think, the 13th, like two days ago. Yeah. You know, Meg and Ben are you know media professionals in ways that we are very much not <laughs> mm-hmm. i went to school for journalism but it's still no not not the same um they cover everything that we yeah, believe very, that we could very say thoroughly and much more diplomatically much than, much more diplomatically. <laughs> than we ever ever could so i recommend going and listening to that yeah. if you really want a big rundown yeah. of it i will say i will get a little bit uh more pointed than they do and say that like The Braves media is like the worst in the fucking league for how chummy they are and how like access driven they are, like how concerned they are with their access. And the Braves organization is fucking not very open compared it's, to a lot of the other ones. It's
1: very telling that their players yeah. had the expectation that yeah. the media would coddle them.
0: Like, I mean, okay. So I've, I've heard on other shows and, you know, i seeing other writers talk about stuff where they're like, yeah, if I'm going into the clubhouse when it's not like, you know, the normal open hours to go talk to somebody, I'm not going to report on something that I overheard a player say you know, over my shoulder while I wasn't talking to him on the record. You know, while I was talking to somebody else or I was doing something else. When it's the postseason winning locker room, press open to the media, open to the media. And there's a ton of reporters and a ton of cameras and recorders going on. You're celebrating and you're yelling and like, that's fine. That's totally fine to (laughs) report on that. It's fucking silly to expect that. No, this is totally, this is sacred. That is not how the record works. That's fucking stupid. No, it's really not. Just to clarify. We should provide
1: provide context. context. Yeah. In game two of the NLCS between the Phillies and the Braves, Michael Harris II caught... An incredible. This was an n- insanely unlikely insanely play. Insanely yeah. Good catch. Like, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Bryce Harper was on first and the ball went basically like almost out. And Harper wanted to capitalize on that regardless of what happened and like fucking went for it. Mike Michael- <laughs> Harris, the second caught the ball and doubled Harper up because he didn't tag and to end the game. That was the end of the mm-hmm. game. If mm-hmm. if if he had not caught that ball, the Phillies would have tied it in the bottom of the ninth with one out, or in the top mm-hmm. of the ninth with mm-hmm. one out. And instead, they were they lost the game on a a double play outfield assist. That was an incredible end of a game. I can say that now, uh, with hindsight being what Absolutely. it is. Uh, but I was very I was distraught when it happened. <laughs> Yeah, it was yeah. great baseball, unquestionably great baseball. Yeah. I think it was like the yeah. first
2: like eight four three play and whatever this. Is. It was the first play of its kind, I think, in the postseason ever, just like an mm-hmm. insanely unlikely series of com- of events to happen. Yeah. yeah, objectively a great a great play all around. Something the team should be very proud of.
1: Yes, and you know Bryce Harper is the guy, the face, the man. He got thrown out. On the base paths, not Mm -hmm. like a not like an income poop, because there's been plenty of that. What are you going to what are you going to do at that point?
0: Yeah, not a tooth plan, not a tooth plan. It's just it's just a unlikely play. Yeah.
1: In the locker room afterwards, brave second baseman Orlando Arcia was uh, fired up as one would be. Yeah. And was, you know, talking some shit, which is great. great. Let me go on the record. Let me go on the record. Is good. We yes. like this. Yeah. Own we it. Want
0: own it. Postseason drama. We want this. It's good. It's so yeah. good.
1: <laughs> he was running around the clubhouse after, like, going at a boy Harper, like yeah. sarcastically. And mm-hmm. you know what? That rules.
0: But then Jake Mintz of you know baseball barbcast, Sespath family barbecue. But but more most importantly, for what we're talking about. Fox Sports. Yeah. You know, he's a BBWA member. He works Mm -hmm. for Fox Sports. He's been covering stuff. But like he reported this and other reporters reported it. But Jake put RC's name to it. Mm -hmm. A whole bunch of people were just super fucking mad at it. Mad about it because the next game. Well,
1: well, hold on.
0: Before the (laughs) next game. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Everybody was like, who is this fucking blogger? podcaster?" Yeah who is telling lies like yeah. Orlando Arcia doesn't know English why would he do that this doesn't make sense Ugh. this this blogger is just making this up for clout
2: I thought it was more even more frustrating than that because like they made the fair point that he speaks through an interpreter and w- with players like that there is a sensitivity you should take to that absolutely there's no context in which he doesn't understand what the phrase at a boy harper means yeah he completely understands what he's saying there he's he's riffing he's having a good time yes
0: yes absolutely like that's not like oh the the subtle intricacies of uh you know the different dialects of spanish coming into play it's not what it is it's an Adam boy bryce or it's, whatever it's, it's, it's shit
2: talking and having a good time with your friends. it's
0: fine yes. it is nothing and like
1: he they didn't catch him like he wasn't saying a slur he wasn't yeah. like being offensive he was it was we really, we yeah. really need to not be so was, fucking soft. He was Extra. ribbing the, the
2: star of the other team. And unfortunately for him, the star of the other team is the fucking Terminator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Arcia fucking
0: gets stared down the next day during both of Bryce's home runs.
1: Which like like, <laughs> like there was a awesome. really there was <laughs> a really awesome uh, anecdote. I wish I had it in front of me so I could just read it, but uh, uh, I'm paraphrasing here. But one of our one of our reporters talked to a bunch of the bullpen guys. Apparently, a Phillies bullpen game is once per game you can throw your hat down yes. on the floor to call a home run. And one guy threw down his hat the first the first inning for a, for Schwarber, and right. he didn't hit it. Didn't happen. And then Harper comes up with two men on in the third, and three hats get thrown down. Yeah. Uh. And he fucking tanks it to the second deck. And- yeah. It's just the, I forget which one it was that threw down for the Schwarber one. He was like, yeah, I got to go to the ATM right now.
0: <laughs> I got to say it's infinitely better than the other stupid games that people were playing with the, like, calling home runs in the bullpen this season. Did you see the the really dumb one that the Cardinals were doing with their mm-hmm. hamburger phone? The what? No. This was what? insanely stupid. I You know, I think a team's got a little bit nuts this year with their home run celebrations and their props and all this stuff and the Cardinals did a thing because guys out in the bullpen they've got they got past some time yeah where they were predicting the home runs like you're talking about with the Phillies here I'm sure it's a thing that happens all the time yeah yeah uh, bullpens but the it might have even been in the dugout too I think it was actually in the dugout that they were doing this the Cardinals they had a hamburger shaped phone and that was like Focused group thing with the cam with the the like oh let's get a hamburger phone, and when you want to predict a home run, you type in the player's number on the phone and like what inning it is and when they're gonna hit the home run and it's fucking stupid and it was just way too much. I think just like once a game you get to throw a hat down
1: much better.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Simple. Straightforward. Clearly like player dri- driven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't need a reason to motivate Bryce Harper. Bryce no, Harper... and then you
0: give him motivation. <laughs> it's insane. Bryce Harper yeah, You're batting... taking the
2: control rods out of the nuclear core <laughs> and just letting it heat up.
1: Yeah. yeah. Bryce Harper's batting like 500 all time against the Braves in the postseason at this
0: point. <laughs> and then like, I think that's why a lot of Atlanta people yeah. were so mad too. It's just like.
1: Well, because then after the game, because like Bryce stared him down both times he hit the home run and it's like, okay, he knows, he's heard it. I took it, that obviously. one picture
0: I took that one picture, I was like, this is the Cobb County sleep paralysis demon <laughs> and like, it really, really fucking is, like um, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: But after the after the interview a, a, like, in the post-game interview where they were talking to Arcia, and like his response was, he wasn't supposed to hear it. A, confirming that he did in fact say it unlike yeah. basically all of Brave's Twitter, insisting <laughs> that it was made up well
0: Chelsea Jane was there and saw and reported on. She just didn't put the name to it cuz she didn't see him. Say yeah. it. It happened. There's a lot of reporters there that said it happened. Yeah. Just don't don't like how much like you know worry about access there seems to be with the uh, the brave side of all of this Well, there's already so little. Yeah, I don't don't care for that. I think that is a uh, a problem with their journalistic credibility. And their journalistic ethics for yeah, sure. And then
1: and then you got Travis Darno talking about how the clubhouse is a sanctuary. Fucking stupid. That and was such cope. It's just that like, was such fucking cope. It's <laughs> just I really don't want to have a debate about the ethics of of sports journalism right now. No, such... if you if, if you're
2: having an ethics about game like games journalism in general, your, your 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 hobby, your sport, whatever has lost. Jake is great and Yeah, we big fan. It, it's also worth mentioning that Joey Votto himself came out and said this is all awesome.
1: Yes, so stare yes. down, yes. Yeah. And that was yeah. Everything yeah.
2: he's like, baseball needs this, and he's absolutely yes. right.
1: Joey yes. R- Votto has never been wrong in his life,
2: other than maybe signing uh, signing an extension with the the Reds. And
0: <laughs> he he does own a Harry Potter costume, That's
2: fine. Uh, oh, buddy.
0: Yeah,
2: I don't, he's he's a he's a, an elder millennial. That's just in their <laughs> <Yes>. DNA. <It's> <laughs> elder millennial. <laughs> <fun. laughs>
0: I don't know. In my mind, Joey is like 50 years old, but it's like, no, he's like three years older than me or something. Yeah.
1: <laughs> More Braves people covering them covering themselves in glory. Oh, yeah. I did not believe this when it was tweeted because we tend to get in like sort of caught up into narratives in our memes. And the current narrative, obviously, right now, is how soft everybody that has anything to do with the Braves organization has been. Um So when I saw someone tweet that the Braves bullpen was complaining about the heckling Phillies fans on the concourse and they like security got a call to like move them. Have they Uh, never
0: played a chase before? I,
1: (laughs) I saw that and I'm like, okay guys, like let's, let's not just make shit up. Right. Cause like, it's just, that's, that's going too far. But, uh, It was a reporter who tweeted that. And then it was later confirmed that that actually did happen. I got to say, I'm so happy. I'm so fucking happy. Yeah, Yeah, of course. (laughs) Like, of course, this is the second year in a row that the Phillies finished 14 games behind the Braves. Yeah. And it's the second year in a row that they met in the division series. And then they won the same games. Mm hmm. Phillies won game one, Braves won game two, Phillies won games two and three in Citizens Bank Park in... Three or four. Yeah. Uh, 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 whatever, yeah, three or four. Yeah. In dominating fashion. Well, at least the mm-hmm. second the mm-hmm. second game. Third, uh, or the the third game. The fourth game was uh, one of the most stressful experiences of my entire life. Acuna in the seventh with the yeah. bases loaded. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I was going to shit my pants.
0: Oh, yeah. And then it goes out to
1: center field.
0: Yeah. And and it's just just a great catch. (laughs) And
1: like the video of that without the announcers over it with just the crowd noise is so weird because Mm. the, the stadium is loud as hell. And then as soon as, as soon as the bat hits the ball, it's like practically silent until it gets caught. And it's just like, huh, it was so brutal. And then there was the Bryce Harper injury scare where, uh, He like had a collision with Matt Olson and is on his like Tommy John repaired arm, but uh, it was just funny. Boni's fine. That
2: was a scary moment. Yeah, I I, to be fine. Yeah, he's made out of titanium at this point. It's fine.
1: (laughs) He's the Terminator.
2: (laughs) That's uh, before we move off of that subject, though. I do want to say the corollary to all that happiness and success is that if Phillies beat the Diamondbacks and if the Astros beat the Rangers and if we go to a seven-game worst possible outcome series again like we did last year and if the Phillies are unable to close it out again we need to do something drastic What's I think in that uh event where the Phillies lose to the Astros two World Series in a row we're taking away the baby
1: blues oh yeah we have to have some you... stakes, there yes, there has some to stakes. Be, yeah we have to No
2: more we're happy to be here type shit there <laughs> has to be some stakes there's no. gonna be consequences yeah. yeah
1: so I don't want to face the Astros let me be very clear if mm-hmm. the Phillies were to advance to the World Series, I don't want to face the Astros.
2: There's no. a good chance you'd have to face the Astros. <laughs> yeah.
1: However, I'm not as scared of them this year as I was of them last year. No.
0: No, you shouldn't be.
1: We have home field advantage over
0: them. And the Phillies team is better than the last Phillies year's. The Phillies team sin. is
1: better, the Astros team is is worse. Worse, and we have home field advantage over them. Yeah. And it would I would white knuckle it the entire time.
2: Of course, World Series.
1: If the Phillies beat them, it would be the best possible outcome. It would be. However, if the Phillies lost to them, it would be the worst possible outcome. Yeah. So I really, I I am comfortable just, you know what? Let me take the Rangers. It's fine. It's fine. But if we happen to come across the Astros, and I'm only saying this, this is all if, right? Like I'm not, I am not treating it like we're already there. Absolutely not. I respect.
2: Yeah, Diamondbacks are a good team. Yeah, I respect on the, same page
1: the hell out of the low wild card seeds because the. You've like, been there. I've been there. I'm not scared of the Diamondbacks, but I'm not fully confident either. It's just like, all right, let's see how this plays out. It's a weird situation where I can totally see myself rooting for the Diamondbacks if they beat us and face the Astros, which. Yeah.
2: Of course. Everyone in baseball would be. 29 teams would... That is yeah. not a stretch to say, Steven. Yeah, 29 fan bases would be rooting for the for the, the slightly less MAGA team in that situation. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So let's get to a couple of these mailbag questions. We've already been going pretty long. This one is from Cherry Coke. How the fuck in 2023 does a team listen to Creed? There has to be alternatives to Creed to get your team pumped up, right? This is, of course, a reference to eh. the Texas Rangers who listen to Hire... All the time and it gets played all the time now during their games i don't like the creed apologia that's been happening it's I not necessary either. we do not need to reevaluate creed creed fucking sucks <laughs> it's garbage terrible fake christian shit it's, it's awful 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 get it out of here don't like that the rangers are doing this don't put that on my tv please
2: it makes perfect sense <laughs> that those guys uh, at that age range would be into creed. I don't yeah, I don't yeah. I don't begrudge them their appreciation of Creed. It's clearly not for me.
0: It sucks. And like I think there's gotta be part of it is like an ironic thing. And I don't think that, that eh. even needs to happen ironically either though. I it sucks. It just sucks. I
2: guess it's like 80, 20 serious t- 20 ironic. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I don't know. I I do like that the Creed official uh, Twitter account is like rooting for the Rangers. That's nice. Okay sure <laughs> it's not really nice it's like That's they've, cute. they've okay. switched
0: their allegiance from the marlins who they did a song for to I'm,
1: the Rangers. I'm good uh i'm good with callum scott being very horny for the phillies because they sing his song his cover which he's God, he caught
0: a great break there because the Robin version (laughs) is better. It's better than his. And I don't know why they chose
1: his. They're dumb. dumb.
0: Yeah, they probably didn't even know it was a Robin song when they They had no idea. Yeah. Um, Okay, let's address the elephant in the room. Two weeks ago, we had Sean Doolittle on the show. What was like the first thing that I t- said to him?
2: <laughs> you better not start a podcast. I told him
0: he was not allowed to start a podcast in his retirement. <laughs> what has happened?
1: Uh he did he done did the damn thing.
0: He done did the damn thing with uh, Internet Goblin, Richard Staff, <laughs> and labor hero, Trevor Hildenberger.
2: These are all friends of the show. These all are friends all friends of people. the show.
1: <laughs> I'm not two of our all time favorite guests and also Richard Staff. And also
2: Richard... <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. it's called the Staff Cast. I don't know how Richard Staff got his name on it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, three of them uh so here's a question from jeremy Koo. what do we call the batting around tipping pitches and staff cast like collectively a trio a thruple is the staff cast actually a nemesis of the long established b-a-t-p alliance
1: yeah if we're if we're brother and sister podcasts with tipping pitches what how are we then related to staff cast
2: i'm fine with richard staff being like the the goblin half-brother that lives in the attic i think that's like an appropriate
0: Like Hugo Simpson. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes. (laughs) I think that's that's exactly right. He's not
2: old enough to get that reference.
0: Um... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, even though he pretends to be a 50 year old divorced man, he is not a 50 year old divorced man. He's like (laughs) he's like 24 years old.
2: I'm fine with uh, maintaining a neutral detente with the tipping pitches. Uh, I, I love everybody on the staff cast as a dude, as a great guy. Those are some those are three great guys who I appreciate a lot. Don't come knocking around on our door anymore though. I think yeah. I think the mattresses are getting bolted to the to the windows here. I think at, <laughs> I
0: think at best we're doing like a Molotov ribbon thing with them. <laughs> uh, uh they're the Nazis is what I'm saying. Um Uh no, I listened to it. It was it was a lot of fun. You get to yeah, hear a this- lot of a lot of just, you know, bullpen stories, Love a which, bullpen is, story. which is great, which is great,
2: which we can't do. So I'm glad someone's yeah. someone's out there doing that.
0: Yeah, I'll give uh, them I'll give him, I'll give him a suggestion, though. Sean, you need to stop talking like like you're doing an interview and you're still an active player. You need to dish the real dirt. <laughs> <laughs> you need to you need to really get into it. I know that like it's it's cool. Like, I, yeah, I'm glad to hear like, oh, Eddie Gordado's a good dude. Like, I love that. I love hearing that. But like, Come on. We need to hear like some real shit. Ditch the media training. Yep. Ditch the media training. You're out of it. Just let's let's get some real shit.
2: Also, Richard Staff, podcast host to podcast host. You got to be the one to get a good mic, man. You got to be able to step up and be like, I'm going to get a little mixer. (laughs) Yeah, it's that, that is unfortunately on you as the non baseball player in that role. Absolutely. Love, love all those guys, though.
0: See here. Mawiri says, now that Staff and Doolittle have broken off for their project, who in the BA Extended Universe would you want to see collaborate like a fucked up, broken social scene side project? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I don't need it. We're, we're good. We don't have it. We got enough podcasts out there.
2: <laughs> don't don't yeah, need our, it. Our podcast isn't big enough. We can be magnanimous like that yet.
0: Yeah. No, no, not even close. <laughs> And then, okay, let's end it with this one, the last one here. And Martin says, which team has inherited the mandate of heaven?
2: Uh, I think Phillies or D backs both, I think, great yeah. case to be like, if anybody, you know, it's different narratives for either of those teams if they make it all the way. But I have a one, hard, totally yeah. root, 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 rootable for.
0: I have a hard time picking bits between the two of those, but I don't see how. I could answer anything but the Phillies here when <laughs> they have the same extremely good vibes and momentum that they did last season. They have better vibes somehow. Better vibes somehow and a better baseball team but with the same dumb guy energy just propelling them forward like a perpetual motion machine. I think it's it's got to be them. I mean,
2: I think it's all true for the D-backs
0: too. Yeah, and like the and the, the D-backs also like really have a have like a lot of that same stuff going for them. not the dumb himbo energy but like
1: a little
0: bit of it too i mean every baseball team's gonna have a little bit of that.
1: you got the phillies you got nick castiano saying i fuck with philly on live television to an interviewer yeah. you've yeah. got them partying at the 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 sports bar across the street after mm-hmm. their wins you got uh, there was a video of uh you got nick's nick castellanos like 10 year old son just we didn't like even
0: talk about that it was so cute <laughs> it oh was my so god
1: cute. It yeah, was so cute so the story behind that is that like
0: he has a 10 oh. year old son and he watched his dad hit home runs we don't need to go into a big story about <laughs> it know, it's summer... really
1: cute All summer, he was like hanging out with Nick, but he goes to school in Florida. So, like, when school started up, he left, and Nick was sad, but Uh he's back for the playoffs. And all of a sudden, Nick's hitting Nick's Nick Castellanos, first player in postseason history to hit have multi home run games back to back. That's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. And then that is cool. And then you get Liam Castellanos, 10 years old, at the fucking sports bar across the street after they clinch, like partying with the team you got drinking yin lings singing uh, singing bryce <laughs> singing bryson stott's uh walk-up song with bryson stott it's just so, That's the cool. cutest fucking thing in the world mm. did we actually mention the four so much did
2: we actually mention the four solo home run thing at all that was really cool no
1: that was really cool i regret deeply that i didn't get to watch any like i I caught a few innings of the rangers orioles and twins astros series but I was so emotionally cooked at the end of every Phillies game that I, I couldn't even bother watching any of the Diamondbacks Dodgers series. I didn't watch a single inning out of it. And I'm so bummed because like that shit's so cool. They were fucking nuking them. It was great.
2: Yeah. There was a quote from Tommy Pham that I, I, I can't find right now, but it was, uh, yeah. d had four solo home runs in an inning. They were before. It was cool because one of them, uh, for uh gabby Rhino was uh ruled foul at the last minute after he ran to the bases and then on the first pitch back in a 2-2 count he just tanks another one into God. into left field it's so good unbelievably cool yeah but we're, we're over on time we don't need to get too far into it but i don't
0: think we need to uh to say anything else uh okay i know i actually i did have something to say so we have all of that stuff about timebacks Phillies. like uh i am just choosing to ignore that the astros were probably in first place for like a total of a week this season And somehow ended up winning the uh, AL West and just like Jose Abreu coming back and them just like hitting whenever they feel like hitting. It might be them, but I'm just forcing that from my brain and saying um, it's it's the Phillies. Yeah, we can end the show here. Uh, There's a lot of good questions, though, that we didn't get to but we'll just wait for them for next week. We're gonna have to do a CS, you know, watch along here this week. We'll have to figure out that. Uh, we'll announce that soon. That one is just gonna be for our Patreon members, even though the last one is free. Open to everybody on our Discord. So go to patreon.com/slash batting around, sign up for that, the five dollars or above levels. Uh, and you can watch the game with us. The last one was really, really fun. We watched uh, uh, we watched, Phil- watched Philly's game. It was it was a ton of fun. Might have to do that again, Stephen. I don't know if I want to watch an Astros game.
1: I don't want to watch an Astros game. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not even going to argue. I fully yeah. get it. Yeah.
0: yeah. Hey, Jane here. So after we've recorded, we looked at the schedule for the NLCS and figured that the best time that we could do a watch along would be Monday, October 16th, game one of Phillies versus Diamondbacks. Lauren and I will be there the whole time for the watch along. Steven's going to be at the game, though, but he's going to call in at some point. So we're not going to get to watch him freak out and stress out the entire uh, time of the watch along. But we will get uh, some on the ground reporting from Steven. So Monday 16th, if you're hearing this, uh, hopefully you're hearing it in time to go sign up for our Patreon. Get in on the watch along. OK, back to the show.
2: Also, if you're looking for baseball outside of uh, MLB, we do have to shout out the MPB Climax Series is happening right now. Yep. Uh, it's uh, Hiroshima Carp, uh won uh, this morning at 3 a.m., 4 to 2, taking series 2-0 against the Hanshin Tigers. Check that out if you're yeah. looking for baseball at Weird Hours. Hell
0: yeah. Go check that out. Good stuff.
2: Go listen to Staffcast. Don't sign up for their Patreon if you're not signing up for ours. But go listen yeah. to their free yeah. free podcast.
0: I don't think they have a Patreon yet, but <laughs> we'll, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and before we go, I talked, you know, I talked a bit about the twins earlier. I just like with like everybody to send extremely good vibes to Byron Buxton's knee and Carlos oh, Correa's God. foot.
2: <laughs>
1: God, yes,
0: um, because they had rough like regular seasons. Carlos Correa, as far as I'm concerned, has paid for every penny of his contract mm-hmm. with the way that he played uh, in those two series. He was great and he will be worth every penny that he's coming up for. But he had plantar fasciitis the entire season on <sighs> his foot on the other side, not the one that was famously fucked up ankle. Others <laughs> other foot. But hopefully that can get fixed. Byron Buxton just had knee surgery. God need a full season of those two guys who are like the number one in two picks in the same draft. <laughs> like Mm -hmm. need those guys on the same
1: team just like jane the twins are gonna do something next year they're gonna they're gonna
0: need it okay well thank you for listening everybody bye